This podcast is brought to you by Australia's LGBTQIA plus community media organisation, Joy. Keep Joy on air by becoming a member, a subscriber or donate. Head to joy.org.au. Joy, a diverse sound for a diverse community. Welcome to a Joycast from Joy 94.9. Visit joy.org.au to find out more about our Joycast. As promised, I have on the phone line right now Member of Parliament here in Victoria, Fiona Patton. Welcome to this morning's show. Thanks, Sonia. Good morning. Good morning. And to all the Joy people out there, of course, we, we know you, Fiona, as one of the head honchos of the Australian Sex Party. And now you're a Member of Parliament. Yes, yes, yes. I get to sit in the red chair now. And <laughs> <laughs> Is it leather? And, and hopefully, you know. No, it's red velvet. It's rather oh, lovely. Oh, that's good. <laughs> so for people who are pro um, our animal friends, there you go. It's velvet, not leather. Good. Yes, <laughs> now, um, seriousness, though, now, of course, we're talking about what a lot of people are terming, including myself, the buffer zone, Bill, but it actually is mm. called the safe access zone. Can you tell us a little bit about that? Yes, well, it's been a very interesting process. I mean, obviously... <laughs> Mm. Given how how I've, I've only just got into Parliament, it was my first, it was my first private members bill, and in fact, it was the first private members bill to be put up to Parliament this session. And governments don't like private members bills because governments like to make the laws; they don't like other people to do it. So this was always going to be a fairly interesting path to negotiate to get the bill up. And uh, but we have been successful. The government did a joint press conference with me the other day to say that they would take my bill and turn it into theirs but keep the intent of it and the intent of it is to create safe access zones around clinics that provide terminations or abortions and this is because for 20 over 20 years hogpie helpers of god's precious infants harasses and intimidates women going in for termination their friends and the staff of these clinics on a daily basis and enough's enough and we've we've just introduced this legislation to finally stop that harassment. Yes, it's been uh, something that has, well, they've endured for such a long time. It's been difficult for health professionals too to enter the premises as well. So all around it's been very fraught with danger and hostility, hasn't it? well, that's right. I mean, in here, we, we mustn't forget that in 2000, uh, 14 years ago, in 2001, mm. a security guard was actually murdered outside the East Melbourne Clinic. Yes. And, you know, this, it, it was this, this bill, which is just to say, look, we need to give uh, people going into this clinic, and particularly the patients who are probably going through an extremely difficult time in their life. And it's a very emotional time. You know, the women going in, they're sad, they're, they're, probably, they're feeling guilty, they're grieving. They're, they're just going through a multitude of emotions. And the last thing they need is some old man telling them that they're a baby killer mm. or, yeah. you know, handing them brochures with pictures of fetuses on it. It's While they call themselves curbside counsellors, oh, it's yeah. not. Mm. And it just... I'm more than happy, and they do it every day that Parliament's sitting. They protest at Parliament, and that is entirely appropriate because parliamentarians and politicians, we're the people that make the laws. So they should not be harassing 
um, poor you know, women, and, and as you say, the staff of these clinics who you know, every day have to face this barrage mm. of, of um, hostility as they go into their workplace. And no one, no one should, should have to experience that going into the workplace, probably with the exception of politicians. Mm. Yeah, I know what you mean. <laughs> of course. But people like yourself. Have zone <laughs> <laughs> we have a buffer zone around Parliament. I mean, people can't come up to the front door of Parliament and be hostile. They can mm. stand at the bottom of the steps or they can stand at the back gate. Yes. They can't, you know, so we've actually set a buffer zone around the Parliament and I'm just, you know, my bill is going to do the same around abortion clinics. Okay, so um, is this just one or two abortion clinics or are we talking this will be, uh, if it goes through and everything's fine, that will mean abortion clinics or clinics that perform abortions everywhere in Victoria? That's correct, mm-hmm. that's correct. Now, it's, you know, obviously this... A number of, you know, there's there's lots of places that don't have protesters, probably because the protesters don't know where they are. Um, so this bill is not going to list uh, uh, list locations. Mm. What it's going to say is this bill is this legislation is going to protect those locations if they are faced with this type of harassment. Um, it gives the police a tool, and the police particularly around the East Melbourne Clinic, have been asking for this tool for years. Okay. They've found it almost impossible to, to move these people on in any way that doesn't, you know, and I mean, quite often when the police come, it actually causes more problems than it solves and it causes more um, frustration and, dif- you know, difficulty because you've got a police car out the front, you've got, you know, women who are going through a very hard time in their life being asked to make statements and, Goodness, you know, it yeah. just... Mm. Yeah, yeah. This this is not this is not the time, and so um, the the government and and the opposition. And last night we had a very respectful debate, mm-hmm. um, and I mean certainly Rachel Culling Jenkins from the DLP obviously is opposed to this, and you know she made that very clear, very strongly last night. But for the most part, it was very respectful, and the. The coalition provided a um, conscience vote on this issue, mm-hmm. and the the government supported it. So the next process is it goes. The Jill Hennessy, the health minister, is going to draw up the sort of the back end of the bill, and it will be reintroduced in Parliament next month. Wow. Okay, that was my next question. She has come out. Jill Hennessy, of course, uh, she's a minister of health. Is that right? In the state of Victoria, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. has said that uh, they are looking to support it. So that's good to know that it is it is moving along at last <laughs> for you. Yeah, it's been a really. I mean, I I didn't sort of look. You know, you never you think you know what to expect. And I've spent I've spent you know decades around Parliament as a lobbyist. But it's it's interesting when you're in here. Just how much cooperation actually occurs, and I, I, I didn't, I just, I didn't expect that, and so I found that um, that the health minister Jill Hennessy, as well as a number of other Labor women and a number of, of Liberal women, a- and the Greens, mm. have been have been have, have been really helpful, and have commented and have cooperated, and it really, in the end, this was a real joint effort. I mean, I, I sort of probably got the ball rolling but it was a joint effort in the end from from across all parties uh to to make 
to make this successful. Yes. Well, it's been quite a road to get there and all the uh, amounts of people, volunteers and your own party members and so on, people going there, like, was every second Saturday, wasn't it? Once a month or something? Yes. Going yes, to the God, East I'm Melbourne sure Clinic. Yeah. <laughs> I know a few of our volunteers are thinking, what are yeah. they going to do with their weekend now that they don't have to defend the defend the clinic? Well, you we never but, know. Uh, yes. Hmm. I mean, it's been really. It, I mean, it's been a kind of pretty wonderful to go to an election with a commitment and a promise mm-hmm. and deliver on it. Uh, right. So it's. Um, I must say, it, you know, that that's just been one of the most delightful things about this. And you know, obviously, now we're tick that one off the list, we're, we're going to be on to the next thing. Move to the next one. <laughs> it kind of shows what what small parties can do. Mm. So so having small parties like ourselves in there, we can bring, you know, we can bring the government along. So we can we can sort of set move the agenda and bring the government with us. And I think given the size of the party rooms, the major parties, this was an issue that was really hard for them to get through their party rooms. And, right. you know, I've got a party room of one. So it's pretty hard for me. It's yeah. pretty easy for me to agree with just about anything that my party room puts up. Seeing as, <laughs> just me talking to myself. Just look in the mirror. Uh, <laughs> that's that's it. right. So mm. I think that's been, um, you know, while lots of them would have, you know, obviously there was a lot of support for this. It's very difficult for those larger parties to to work through some of these things. Mm. But all power to you for doing it. Now, let's look at, you know, in the future, uh, when will we see this uh, safe access zone enforced, if all goes well? Yes. Mm. Yes. What the police have said is that once it's in, they will start an education campaign Mm -hmm. with the HOGPIE, the Helpers of God's Precious Infants. It's a great acronym, isn't it? It HOGPIE. So (laughs) they will... Yeah, they will start a safe access. They will start an education campaign, and they will use this legislation. And they're extremely pleased to be able to have this legislation to use. Right. Oh, good one. Yes. Well, and then what next? You just, uh, yeah, be celebrating, I guess. Well, look, you know, we've got we've got the end of life choices, the voluntary major inquiry on, mm. um, and that that's still, that's a lot of work, and that's obviously something that. I feel quite passionately about also. Mm. So that that's moving ahead and we'll be focus I'll be focusing on that. And I would also like to see some you know, drug law reform uh, get onto the agenda and that would certainly be what I will be pushing for over the next you know, the next few months. Well, all I can say is congratulations so far, Fiona. Thanks, Sonia. <laughs> brilliant. Thank you. And Thank you uh, thanks for representing a lot of women who have been frustrated by what's been going on, particularly the East Melbourne yeah. Clinic and all the supporters yes. and advocates. So this is good news, I think. Yeah, mm. great. Thanks very much, Sonia. Thanks for speaking to us today. Thanks for listening to a Joycast from Joy 94.9. Thanks for listening to another Joy podcast brought to you by Australia's LGBTQIA plus community media organisation, Joy. Help us keep Joy on air. Head to joy.org.au. Joy, a diverse sound for a diverse community.